0: Along with B-ball referees, Referee Rant presents to you Referee Roundtable, a three-part series moderated by Bernard Bowen Sr. and myself. We speak with upcoming officials around New York and nationally about how their season was, what their highlights were, and what they have been doing during this global pandemic. As this is a separate podcast from the Rant, we decided to put it on this feed, as these are Tales from the Third Team. Be sure to look for another drop next weekend as we expand our roundtable with more seats. I hope you enjoy. And now, Tales from the Third Team.
1: First, I want
2: to welcome everyone. Uh, Ralph is my partner on this and him and i have actually created a lot of things that you guys will be hearing a little bit more about uh we're both very in in tuned in helping and sharing and teaching and and all that kind of stuff so we're just trying to take it to another level uh like i said this is the first round table uh it was only sent out to a selective group of people so you guys have been selected as a first group, so I appreciate you. Obviously, I think highly of all of you, and that's why I did not wanna send it out to everyone because I felt like everyone may not get the effect of what we're trying to go, and I think that this is gonna be something that we're gonna enhance. We're gonna do it three, two more times, and each time we do it, we're gonna add more people to it. The whole goal is to be positive, to think of it as a learning step, part of your career and and uh you know so that's why I want to go through some steps and and I got a three part series that we're going to work with today and we'll talk about that but before I continue Ralph would you like to introduce yourself tell me a little bit about you and some of the things that you're doing
0: yeah so hello my name is Ralph um I run refereerant.com I have a podcast that has upwards of almost 500,000 downloads a couple of people on this call including Bernard have been on the podcast uh, numerous times, so I appreciate everyone's support. Um, this has been a weird time for me because really hard to make art about refereeing when you can't referee. So uh, me and Bernard was able to really collaborate with this, th- this thing, and I'm really excited uh, just to let you guys know that we're going to kind of be cutting this up, and then also putting it on the website, because even though this is a select group that's going to be in this, that's going to get the knowledge now, I also feel it's uh, it's very imperative that we get to share somebody like Bernard because he's such a great uh, resource for a lot of people. And I think that my platform, I can use to springboard that for a lot of people to listen to it. And I just think that this is a great thing. Um, I would just ask you guys, um, when when Bernard is speaking, just give your undivided attention. I'll be monitoring the chat. So in the event that you have any questions, I'll just interject. But as far as I'm concerned, this is gonna be Bernard's show. And I'm just gonna sit back and uh, grab some popcorn and watch just like the rest of Mm y'all
2: all right okay thank you uh first and foremost i want to welcome you all those who are on the line i wanted you to know that i sent it out to approximately 14 folks and i believe we may have on the line i think 10 so that's great uh it's a great kickstart uh topics that we're going to go through and you all will be ask to speak and while you have to, you know, when you're called to speak or if you wanna speak, you can always raise your hand and go ahead and speak. I don't think anyone here is gonna be rude in any way. So if somebody is talking, I think we should just listen and put ours on mute and let that person speak. Uh, And we're all here again to learn and to share knowledge and share experiences. So as I'm saying, uh, for the first one that we wanna do, is uh, the first session that we're gonna talk about is how did everybody feel about this winter? What did you do? And how did you feel you have been successful throughout your winter? So tell me a little bit about yourself and your winter. People took some tests. There's a couple of people on here that took the able test. I am very proud of them. Uh, they began to, to officiate. And so it's not one person, it's two. And it may be more than that that I'm not aware of, but two that I'm very close to, and I do listen to, and I do speak to. Uh, I'm going to kick it off with just asking uh, Renee. Yes. And I would like for you to tell us a little bit about how your winter went. To win.
3: Well, I just took the floor test actually in February, and I had a couple of games. So just going back a little, the floor test was very stressful. Um, I had a good time. Uh, I'm really interested in refereeing. I'm an older person, but I still love the game and have always loved the game. So I've had a few games. Um, I've worked with Chris, and he's been very instrumental in me uh, getting better. And I look forward to more games and to improving. Like, I really, really love the sport of basketball and want to continue to grow. So I appreciate this, Mr. Bowen, for you allowing me in to learn.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Mr. Lundell, how Hello. are you? Hello, how are you doing, sir? I am good. You're joining us. I'm glad you're in. Uh, welcome. Happy uh, to be here. Yes, yeah, sir. You missed a little bit of the intro, though, but we all know who you are. Okay. And, and and we will get to you and speak to you a little bit about your experiences and things that have been going on with yourself. Okay. Um, I might
4: have to move my location a little bit, just uh, trying to play... Um, monkey around the room, house, so to speak, but I'm here.
2: Okay, great. If you turn yours on mute when you get ready to come in, then we can actually get you to come in. Uh, Smush, can you tell us a little bit about how your experiences were for the winter? And this session is all about what do we do from November to the season being over. The goal is for people to be able to elaborate on how they you know found themselves taking a test doing rec ball doing high school ball doing middle school ball whatever it was just to give you that idea that you got to understand what you did that you can talk about it and now that you're talking about it it's over where you're going to go with it from there so smush can you come on in and tell us a little bit about how your experience
5: was all right everybody can hear me
2: yes Yes.
5: uh, my experience has been great so far um, I believe I took the test in uh, November or September. When I took one of those months, um, which I never even got the results back, um, which is interesting. But I just heard that I passed, and I've been working with uh, Bernard ever since. Uh, he's been, uh, you know, blessing me with games in his uh, his night uh, night leagues, and I've been growing as a referee. I've been had the opportunity of working with, you know, uh, Zach Murphy, uh, Jr. Uh, it, it, he's on, had. Had the opportunity of working with Joe Cruz, you know, just young guys who uh, know their stuff, and we've been growing together. You know, giving each other tips, and it's been fun for me. I'm excited to be a rep. Retire from awesome, my- awesome. Tracy, how are you out in Houston?
2: Give us a little bit about what you went through over the winter.
6: Okay, and um, so Bernard, I've participated in several um, preseason training camps here in Houston and that has been very instrumental in helping me prepare for the for the season. Um, in addition to that, what I did was I also joined a mentorship program um, with a few college officials and request feedback. So I would have my games videotaped and I would request feedback from these officials and learn how to break down my videos so that I can improve as, as season goes by. So that's the sort of thing that I've implemented last season. Um, to help the prayer with my with my with my and refereeing.
2: Awesome, that's great, Khalil. How are you? How was your winter?
7: What's going on, everybody? Can everybody hear me? Yes.
8: Yes, sir. Cool.
7: Yeah. was really cool. Um, just balancing everything with school and refereeing. But this winter it was my first year with the Catholic League, first year uh, doing college ball. So it was really fun. Um, I had the opportunity to work with Chris, Joe, Lundell, um, Smush, and it was everything was fun. I just continue to learn. Um, yeah, like I said, I mean it was fun for me. I, I love doing this. I'm sure everybody can attest to that. And uh, just looking forward to keep going with
9: everybody here on the call. Great,
2: Karan, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Can everybody hear me? We sure yes. you, you sure this is the right one?
9: Yeah, it's the right one. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, they I are twins, up. and we they're the both twins. very good officials, and they're very they're very young and hungry young officials, and they are actually being looked at in a lot of ways. So I am happy. That's why I invited you both. They're both <laughs> in college. They're both and one is in at NYU, and the other is at Rutgers. So we are able to bring this all to the forefront. We have some senior officials, we have some younger officials, and we have some that's right in the middle. So, Karan, give us a little bit about your experience over the winter and what did you like about it? and What, what did you get out of it?
9: Um, I had a very eventful winter. Uh, it was my first year doing college. It was really fun, a good experience, and I just learned a lot from a lot of great officials. Um, my high school season was okay. I, uh, we had a lot of good games. Worked with a lot of good people, and you know, I'm just trying to trying to see as, like how far it can get me. Um, this my third season, going into my fourth season. So, you know, as you said before, we're really hungry, and you know, I'm ready to keep going.
2: Awesome. Uh Joe Cruz, how are you, sir?
1: I'm good, man.
2: The- I'm very good. In, Sorry, it, I'm. Man.
10: I'm balancing two meetings at one time, so I'm sorry. I put that in the
2: chat out of respect, so I told Bernard yesterday, but I'm good over here, guys. Well, give us just a little bit and then do us the advertisement, Hoops in the Sun advertisement. Uh,
10: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I came prepared, guys. This is my old ego, (laughs) Joe Cruz, Hoops in the Sun. Um, I've been refereeing for three years now. I'm going probably on four years. I... Decided to take this venture because uh, Bernard is one of the greatest mentors I've been around in, in, in my time of basketball, and he believed in me and decided to tell me and push me to say, "Hey, listen, I think there's a craft you have in, in refereeing." Um, so ever since then, I, I took his uh, I took his advice, and I've been refereeing with the, you know all the guys in this chat. Um, uh, I, I've done multiple tournaments, and it's been a great experience. This is my second year doing high school basketball. My first year last year was JV, and then this year I did JV in varsity for the first time. So I'm definitely humbled and appreciative, and um, I just want to say thanks for having me part of this chat right now.
2: Awesome. Very nice. Uh, Londell, give us some little feedback. Okay. Um, Because I know you're all over the place.
4: No, I'm good now. I settled in.
2: I settled in. (laughs) And And I'm very proud of you. And you took some steps. And, and, and at the end of the day, you got to hold your head up and be, take one step at a time. It's going to fall for yeah. you because you got the potential.
4: Um, yeah. So, Londo Hartfield, for the people that don't know, uh, I've worked with a lot of people in this chat. For the people that I don't know in the chat, um, you know, always excited to work with people that love the craft. Um, I'm blessed to be given an opportunity to do this. And I think I want to do this for the rest of my life as, as some of the young guys feel as well. Um, I've happened to know Bernard since I probably started officiating and it's always been, um, I've looked at you as a mentor, as you know, and I'm sure everybody can attest to the same thing because, uh, it's not easy navigating through the muddy waters that we live in as far as officiating, let alone, and especially more importantly in New York city, because of how many, uh, holes you can pitfalls, you can fall into very easily. Um, and you've always been straight up with me from day one, even though I was mentioned or you know, uh, exposed to your camp through other people, um, you've never looked at them or in favor of one person or the other. It's always the individual and you treat every case as, as its own. So um, I appreciate that. I've always told you that. Um, and you always shoot straight from the hip, whether you like it or not, whether you agree with it or not. Um, it has helped me and make, a lot of my decisions throughout my career so far and my young career, I think I've been – I'll be going into my sixth season going into uh, September, if we have one. Um, and I'm one of the few that works on uh, – at least in our state, works on both sides of the line with Catholic school and and, and, and public school as well. I'm sure Ralph does as well. Um, Khalil is getting into it. I'm, his brother's not having to be in New York, like you said, to be able to do that. Joe is uh, trying to get into both as well. so. Uh, somebody helped me get into both and, and you keep me level headed and keep me sharp with your leagues, especially in the summertime, especially working for Joe at Hoops in the Sun, because um, I don't know if everybody knows this, but I was like one of the first to be put in 19U fresh out of the fire. Uh, I think it was the first year Joe had it. And, you know, it, it, it was really a really a, um, a point to see where you were as an official, even though I was young. You know, you get to test your metal right then and there to see if you really want to do this or not. And I think that's very important, especially when you first come out, because it'll tell you if you really like this or not. You know, just, just people bringing you along is one thing. You learn to like it. You might learn to love it. That's cool. But if you get thrown in the immediate fire where you have to really have your back to the wall a little bit, I think you understand if this is for you or not very quickly.
2: Nice. I appreciate that. The one thing I want you guys to all know and young lady uh, to know out there, this is not about a Bernard uh, complimentary (laughs) show. It's about us being officials. So I appreciate all of you or I would not have had you or invited you because I think this is an introduction for me doing something different, adding to what I do. And I, I wanted positive minded folks to be engaged and be involved. And those who are looking to get to the next level, I'm going to be there. So we got some other things coming, and this is like a kickstart. And so far in the last 10 minutes, this has been awesome. So thank you, Londell.
4: Thank you.
2: Okay, now, Mr. Zach, get ready. Tell us all about you. I see your dad down there hanging out with you. I thank both of you, Tom, Uh, since we met. Uh, Since we met, I've been very happy and pleased to work with you guys. So give us a little bit. then let your dad give us a little bit. Cool, cool. Can you hear us, Bernard?
11: Yes, we can.
2: Okay, great, great.
11: So um, pretty much uh, November through February, um, I worked a mostly middle school schedule. um, But I ended the year with uh, a a nice batch of PSAL uh, boys games at the JV level. So that, that, that was nice, you know, just to go through November, December, January, just kind of waiting my turn and then getting that opportunity at the PSAL uh, level. So I would say this though, the most productive thing that happens for me in those four months was going from mostly middle school games, both boys and girls games to doing nightly games at the adult level. Um, I remember, uh, Stephanie Barksdale told me, um, the other day, if you can manage a middle school girls game, you can manage a G game. And I thought long and hard about that. I even gave Jim Paul a call about that because when I was on the phone with Stephanie, I kind of acted like I knew what she was talking about, but in the moment I didn't, but, um, spoke with Jim Paul, and then I just was able to reflect a little bit on making that jump from a four o'clock middle school boys or girls game to a seven o'clock triple header with Joe Cruz, the Smoosh, the Khalil, or my dad. And um, pretty much no matter what level you're at, every game is a game seven, whether it's at the adult league circuit or for kids. And game management is, uh, is really what I want to work on the most going into my third year of officiating next year. Um, I felt like this wasn't the sophomore season that I would have hoped for, schedule-wise. But I got a lot, I got a lot of more, got a lot more out of it than I thought I would because mm-hmm. of the jobs that I had to make on the same days. And I would say that the reps that you gave me doing all those triple headers um, was the best experience possible. Uh, learning from Smush, learning how to officiate screens, learning how to officiate guard play—that on the oh, um, that was really for me Uh, because play calling is what we're paid to do so differentiating impact fouls and letting players play through contact that was something that I struggled with going from middle school to adult league ball in the same day and um, I just want to be consistent with my play calling and I want to I want to get better at, at officiating contact incidental contact and illegal contact so yeah that's where I'm at.
2: I appreciate you. And Tom, talk to us, buddy. Welcome.
12: Oh, thank you. Thanks for having us tonight. And thanks for everybody on the call. Um, I've been, uh, I caught the bug. I caught the bug this year. And, uh, old dog, new tricks. Um, I've been a sponge, you know, during the year. Was very good. I, uh, worked at a lot of different venues, but, um, primarily a lot of uh, a lot of girls varsity basketball PSAL. Um, some of them will, uh, many of them were blowouts which you know poses certain challenges but um, and then i did uh, a couple of uh, you know night leagues sometimes got a little experience in three person um, did uh, other like middle school and a couple Everything went well. Uh, yeah, when Zach mentioned game management, that is something i uh, I need to step up on. i I relied on my partners who were actually I was very uh, happily uh, surprised that a lot of my partners and uh, throughout have been uh, very, very competent and helpful, and um, a lot of those guys I kind of deferred to 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 do the game management stuff. Uh, I gotta pull my weight in that regard. Other than that, it's, um, you know, I've had my nose in the book a lot, um, trying to work hard, getting better. I aspire to bigger, better things. Um, I would just say things like general confidence, uh, general interactions when, you know, between coaches and players that objecting to my goals, um, have to work on, you know, showing strong on the court and also better positioning, just, uh, to be more confident and purposeful in my movements.
2: And that's it. Nice, nice. I appreciate that and thanks for the feedback. And before I make some more comments, we had a couple of more to go through. DeRay, please come on and tell us a little bit about all your experiences, you know, running out running out of Brooklyn, coming up to the Harlem, running back to Brooklyn, cover <laughs> me at night. I appreciate it. Tell us a little bit about it. I know Don, I appreciate you.
13: And um, you guys can hear me good? Yes. Yeah. Right, so this past winter, it, it was real fun. It was a confidence booster for me. Uh, I got I got a chance to work with a lot of good officials. It was my first year on Catholic, second year at PSAL. I'm a second year official. Um, I did a lot of playoff games down the stretch. I did um, the Brooklyn Boroughs. I did citywide playoffs. Um, it was just, it, it, like I'm saying, it was just fun. It was just real fun for me. And I just learned a lot, both positive and negatives. Every game was something different. So I took something away every game from a veteran official that I worked with. And I was just open, very open to whatever somebody had to say. I was taking criticism well. And for me, it was good because I like to hear what somebody has to say. I never really feel like I know it all. I'm fairly new to the game. So whatever somebody has to tell me i go with it. I have a good mentor, Michael Huland. That's how I got in contact with um, my man Bernard. And, you know, ever since then, we've just been hitting the ground running. So this past winter season has def- definitely been something fun for me and a-, a real confidence booster. And just I'm just excited and ready to get back, get, get it going, try to get to the
2: next level. Nice job. And thank you for helping. And, and, and I'm happy because me and Mike go back to war stories, as he told you and uh he's a super official has always been a great official so since our introduction has been great i want to bring in one more person he's the head of my hr that y'all never knew i had an hr department but uh chris solano chris are you out there
8: yeah i'm here you hear me
2: Yeah, yeah we hear you
8: yeah hello everybody god bless everybody um,
2: we can't hear you. Hello? We can hear you now. Can you
8: hear
2: me? Renee.
3: Yes, Chris?
2: Can y'all hear me? I can hear you now, but you're wherever you're moving, can you hear me
8: now?
2: I can hear you better. I'm going to
8: say had a decent work. But I'm um, um,
2: like, I said, um, um, you can hear me now? You sound like I'm we're over. doing a commercial. You can hear me now? Yeah, are you moving? <laughs> can
8: you hear me now? Uh, no, nah, yes, I'm actually trying to find a spot. Cause, okay, so all right. Um, yeah, no, I wanted to say um, it was a great season, but my se- for me, best part of my season was working with all the newer officials in, in, in the leagues that I, and not, and not in the PSAO, it's fine with the PSAO, but and all the newer officials, the Renee, the Sacks, the Joey Cruz, the Rays, like for me, that's my inspiration. So watching them get better helps me get better because I go back to the book and I start watching film and I start analyzing stuff. So That was my season in a nutshell. That was the best part of my
2: season. Nice. All right. Before I go to the next person, we have a guest on the phone that I didn't know was coming on, but I am so proud of this young man. And uh, I'm going to let him introduce himself and give us a little bit of feedback of how his season went and the things that he's been doing and he's a big inspiration to why I do what I do. Uh, I love him. Uh, I introduced him to Ralph, and, and then he don't talk to me anymore. He only talks to Ralph <laughs> now. So, but I'm gonna introduce y'all to Kevin Sparrow. <laughs> Kevin, come say a few words for us.
14: Uh, hey, Bernard, how you doing? It's good seeing you again. I'm I'm glad you put me on. Um, this was last minute. I actually didn't realize you were doing these uh, these calls. I would have asked to come on a lot sooner just to stay this involved. This first one. Mr. Personal- okay, good. good. Um Ralph, it told me you were doing. This. I says, oh, I, I I wanna I wanna hear Bernard. <laughs> um no, nah, I I'm a Brooklyn kid, born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. I um uh, moved to Miami just recently. I've been blessed with a lot of opportunities. Um I'm just completing my 13th. I'm I was supposed to start my 13th year in the WNBA. and I've worked um not- lose track of my years. Uh 18 years in Division I. Um, so it's been, it's been a long time. Well, I see Smoosh Parker up there, I'm like, it's been a long time since I seen him. And uh, I was just talking, he came, someone spoke about him, just recently, young man, and I was like, I was like, man, if you could referee in New York with Smoosh Parker, you could referee anywhere. <laughs> I mean, it was, I, I miss New York. I live in Miami now. I will say I'm never coming back. Y'all can have that cold weather. I love y'all. I'll come visit, but I'll take 75 and windy any day. And, uh, but no, I, it's uh, just a blessing to be here. I, I love, I love still, I still love doing this. I'm actually part of a, another Zoom call. It's starting up in the hour. some of the guys down in the Florida area, Atlanta area, we get together and we do a lot of the same things. We uh, just go over plays and we talk, you know, the, the crux of our, our development is talk about decision-making. Um, I feel like I'm on the latter part of my career now, so I really, I really love the teaching part of this a lot more now. So, and I, I love being a part of these kind of conversations. Um, I call them more intimate conversations, opposed to a group conversation. But now, um, now, nah, just thank you for allowing me to get on. Um,
2: enjoying the moment. Yes, sir. I actually, we had David Walker. I listened to yesterday, and 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 he didn't know I was involved to the length. When he left, and I left, uh, but he spoke last night at the iabo conference. I mean, the IEVO, uh Zoom session, which was awesome last night. He did a very nice job. Uh, so everybody's got a chance to see who was on the line. Did I miss anyone? Okay. So now that we're talking. Who?
15: Ivy. Hey. I'm calling in. I'm calling. I can't. Uh video zoom at the moment
2: hey ivy i'm so happy that you spoke up that's part of being a referee gotta speak up (laughs) so ivy give us a little bit about how was your season and again we're thankful that you're joining us and and obviously i am proud of who you are and what you're doing in the referee community so thank you for calling in to give us a little bit about yeah go ahead
15: Thank you for having me. Um, my past season this winter went, went, pretty, went pretty well. Uh, because of my work schedule, I can't get a lot of high school games, so I really rely on the rec, the rec leagues um, to help keep me in the game. Um, so uh, fortunately this past season, but I've been on a lot of rec games, um, whether it was uh, during the week, um, like in the evening time, or mostly a lot of times just running through the weekend, uh, Saturday and Sunday. So it was a big, big huge help. Um, I grew a lot, um, and it was, it was a good winter for, for what it was was.
2: Nice. Is Kenny on? I don't okay. think so. <laughs> okay. All right. So the reason why I wanted to do this first one and to get everybody to talk about their experiences over the winter is because it gives you a chance to reflect on what you have done and, and where you have been and what you may want to work on. And one of the things that Ivy just brought up was a, a, a total reflection of who I was in the referee community, uh, doing very well as a referee. Uh, but my job did not allow me to go do high school games. Uh, I was a banker, and, and I was moving up the corporate ladder, as you would say. And I had a team of people, and I couldn't, work, I couldn't run out of my office. And at that time, when I was doing high school ball, the times that I did do it, game started at 4 o'clock, so you had to leave your job, which I was in Manhattan already. I would leave my job at 2 o'clock, 1.30, to get to to a game at 3.15 for a 4 o'clock game. You know, now with all the high school schedules and stuff like that, I know you guys have tougher schedules than that because some of the high school games are starting at 5.30 and 6 o'clock. You know, Uh, so I understand what Ivy's saying and what she's about trying to do. All of you have to look at yourselves and look at this experience as: How did it affect you during your season? Did your work schedule affect your refereeing schedule? Did your refereeing schedule affect your your, your work schedule? And you have to be able to identify that. And as we sit down and, and summarize some of what we have done over the winter you have to summarize what leagues you worked in if you were doing just rec leagues if you're doing high school how are you going to get more high school games if you did JV how do you move up to the high school varsity every person that says and every every person that's an assigner may not see you in the same light they don't so don't get offended because you may get catholic school and don't get private school uh, you may get you may get a lot of public school and never get no catholic you may get private and get and get Catholic, but never get no public. What I can say to you is what I look at for what I do for all referees is give an opportunity. And you have to take that opportunity to build yourself to where you want to mold yourself into. And the bigger picture that I always talk about is you have to be truthful to yourself, what commitment you're going to make to yourself. You know, uh, what, is, what is going to be your... your Allowance that you're going to give yourself to do. So, with that said, my summary to a lot of what we have done, and I say we because I have a role that I have to play during the winter season as well. And my role is to find venues to give referees an opportunity to blow their whistle. And as long as I'm giving you an opportunity to blow your whistle, all I want you to do is to get better. We all get a couple of nickels, some get a dime but it should not be about dollars and cents. It should be about you trying your best to get to the highest level of basketball that you can officiate without the excuses that other people or obstacles that people put in front of you. Sometimes, when people put those obstacles in front of you, you get discouraged and you lose focus and you can't. Some of you, some of you uh, have called me on a number of occasions and we talk from finance to investments to refereeing to communication skills, and I'm very diverse in all of them. I don't know it all. I don't claim to know it all, but I do have links into it, and I'm very proud of it. And I love to share it. And the whole idea about basketball is a team sport. As a referee, it's still a team sport. As you listen to other officials and what they have gone through and what they have experienced, it's something that you have to say to yourself: What did I get out of it? What can I do to get better? What will I do to make myself better? It's all about how do you grow in this? Some of us that are a little older, we get into this at a later age, you gotta understand your niche and what you're doing. It's recreational basketball. If you get a high school season, high school season is approximately two and a half months. You don't allow yourself to be caught up in that you ignore everything else for eight and a half to nine months and just during that two month period, you're running behind every place that somebody says a high school game. If you are a good official, that high school assigner wants you to work for him or her. So don't get discouraged. Think about what you've heard that other people have experienced uh, over your winter. We got more winters coming. And when I go back into saying, Pick and choose what venues that you can work in. Those are the things that I look at, and I'll tell a person that I think you should be trying to do this. And I'm not saying that I'm right. I'm just saying what I think is maybe more suitable for you to do. And if you don't want to do it, that's on you. But at least you can never say in the referee community that somebody, so I of myself, did not share with you a personal experience, a knowledgeable experience. Or something that makes common sense, okay? Uh, so that's a lot about. We can go on and on. Uh, one of the things that I was really proud of, and I and I go through a couple of you, if you don't mind, it, it, Renee. I was very proud of of of, your, of yourself. Uh, Thank you. Meeting you, knowing your hunger, and as you said, you started at a later age and joined the basketball. And I think that that's fine because you know your role and you are, I went to see you at your floor exam and I was very, very proud of you. And and I think you have potential to get to that high school varsity level. And I think within your due process, your, 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 your energy, your professionalism, I believe that you're going to make it. And you have a few people on this call that we should all network with one nice. another to bring her along.
3: Well, thank okay? you.
2: That's one of the things that this is going to be about. And, and like we said, this is the first one. We got a lot more to go. Uh, we're just getting started. But I wanted to point you out for that. Ivy, another young lady. I'm just an advocate for women that love the referee basketball. And Ivy's another young lady who actually did, she said to me up front, I can't ref because of my job. She said, but I want to ref. So she found a way to stay engaged. And if you stay engaged, it comes to an opportunity that may come about that you may go to your job and tell your job something that, hey, I'd like to try this. You may go to a college camp and you may get an opportunity. You may be able to uh, walk your way through uh, what they may call a three month cycle that you can speak to a manager who likes basketball as well. Those are things Ivy, that I will work with you if you allow me to to help you because I think you have ability to, to officiate basketball, you know, uh, Zach, Zach you're, you're another young man. Your mechanics are tight. You know, you're, you're energetic. I can go through every one of you one by one that you think I don't watch what you do or, or listen to what people say. You guys have energy. You have potential and you gotta understand the more that you work, the more that you get better. The venues that you can do, that middle school game, that middle school girls game, to walking into a, a, a mentally who wanna cry on every call, and you get out of that gym and you smiling and still having the, you just finished the game. That young man, Kevin Sparrow, used to go to that same lawyer's plea that you did before he got to the big things. So that just tells you, if, if within your age, you, you're in that in that age group, that you can still go after it. That young man you just heard speak went through that same league that you played, that you refereed in. You know, so uh, it's a lot of you that's out there. I, I get, I get the one person that I do get a, a little hopping on sometimes is Joe Cruz, and he knows, he knows that a lot of times he called me up. And he was going to the celebrate games and, and he was trying to get he was trying to get his best into getting into some games. And I told Joe, take your time. You worked the games, you played, you refereed very well. And he did a, a great job. And because his patience and his professionalism, he got high school varsity games. That made me happy. He may not even realize how happy it made me. But I was happy for him because I know that's what he wanted to do so my genuineness to to helping all of you grow if I didn't say about someone particular I mean I can go through every one of you one by one and tell you a little bit about yourself uh uh, uh, and so I I do watch uh Chris Solano and I are on the phone almost every day okay and Smush is in the background And we think about how we're gonna help push him along the lines because we know that he loves the game and he wants to get in at the next level. So all of us have stories that are gonna be told. And this winter should be, as you would say, a mark that you should look at yourself and say, what did you get out of it? What did you hear that other people spoke about that I can do to make myself a better official? Okay, any questions? Any feedback? And provide a respected advocate. Huh? Somebody, anybody, got anything on that? All right, we're gonna go into topic two. Uh, topic two is the pandemic that we're going through right now. So we're gonna do that same little roll call that we just did, and. And I like to hear how did how did it affect you? Uh, did everybody understand the role that you do as an independent contractor? You know, what are we doing in our spare time? Give us a, give us a little bit about what you what you're doing. Uh, are you looking at tape? Are you in your rule book? Are you calling other officials? So one by one, give me a little bit of each one of us so we can all hear what you're doing during this pandemic. Uh, Tracy, you want to start? Sure, Bernard.
6: Um, so one of the things that I've been doing is um, doing my rule book on, and definitely making an effort to, to work out as much as I possibly can. I mean, believe it or not, if you, if you don't, you know, get out and, you know, run in the treadmill or try to get some workout in, soon find that it's so easy to start gaining weight, right? Especially so preparing for upcoming camps because we're going to have a camp in the summer. So, for me, I mean, as you see, I'm, I'm talking, I'm I'm actually out running right now, right? So that's the other things that I'm doing to say, to prepare myself for the next step in case you know that's to stay in shape and physically fit. So that's that's one of my takeaways going on.
2: Nice. Smush, give us a little bit about what you, what
8: you, what are you doing during this pandemic? To be honest, uh, during this
5: pandemic, I've been doing absolutely nothing but getting fat. Okay. Uh, uh, Just eating. Uh, Actually, you know, the weather's starting to break, so I've been, I've been been able to get out on my bike. You know, that's how I stay, uh, keep my legs sharp and uh, young and in shape. I get out, get out on my bike and I'll ride. Uh, So hopefully, uh, The calories I put on in the house, I can start burning them off uh, as this uh, weather turns. But um, yeah, this pandemic definitely uh, put a a, a, a (laughs) stop to uh, the. I was just getting into the rhythm of refereeing. I was just getting into the rhythm. I'm a, no, a year, not even a year and a half in. I started in uh, January of 2019. I passed the test in November. um, Just working with you uh, Bernard you know this past month and I was just getting into the swing of things I was starting to, I I started to take it seriously from it's the reason why I started is because I knew I wanted to do it um, as a, a second career so it, it was seriously in my mind but as far as my professionalism I started to work back out again so I had to work on my body Started to try to lose weight and uh, you know just to get back into shape and I lost a bunch of weight and then the pandemic hit and just it just you know took me by surprise and uh, put me back to pretty much ground zero. So I'm just waiting for this uh, you know this pandemic to kind of lift and we could get kind of get back into the routine routine of things. Question I, for you? I, no, I'm sorry. I want to give a shout out to my guy Kevin. Uh That his goatee kind of threw me threw me for a loop. I didn't know that I was this is quarantine he, uh, right here. With a bunch of <laughs>
14: <laughs> this this is what happens. This is literally like a a what a month's worth of hair, man. I was actually gonna see how far it goes, man. I've never let my hair grow this much, man. Okay. It's going uh, it's gonna get ugly in another week, so I like I've considered cutting it off. <laughs> yeah.
2: One of the things that I hear you saying, it, and we can all you know break in a little bit, uh, and if we want to say something to some one another, I think it's fine to do. The one thing that you said was. Uh, correct me where I'm where I may be wrong was you were sitting around you 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 had just got your rhythm and then you started sitting around after this pandemic sat in and you're eating good food and you're feeling that little bit of weight. Yep. What you didn't say was as a new officials, how do you want you how do you want to come out the box? I'm not saying not to eat. I'm gonna say this to you because I was eating too. But at the end of the day one of the things you want to do is get into your rule book, Mm. you know, uh, you know, you you gotta, you gotta think about that rule book. You gotta think about tape and, and, and trust, uh, trust me, me and you can talk a little bit because I'm going to invite you into another group that I want you to listen to because it's where I I have dreams for you. You just don't even know. And, And I believe in you. And I know your desire to get to that next level. So, I'm here to help. If it happens, it happens. If it don't, we still hold our hands because we gave the best effort. But that rule book is gonna give you an advantage over those who don't. Mm, okay. Kevin, Kevin Spark is getting ready to cut get off. He has to get off. Kev, you wanna say goodbye?
14: Uh yeah, I mean in a minute, but you know, Bernard, I appreciate you, man. I do gotta get off and and i you know, to um I see Mr. Cruz there as well. What's up, man? I haven't seen you in a minute. I just want to say to everybody, you know, it's it's um there's a lot of things we can do. So, there's a lot of things you can do during this off time. I actually lost ten pounds since I've been off. I changed my diet and how I was doing things and but then again, I have a wife who's an athletic trainer who's got me on this regiment on a bird diet, so it's helped out so um so the things that I've been doing was really getting um groups of guys like yourself and ladies like yourself together to just watch plays your Your body goes first your your mind will go quicker if you do not. Stay watching basketball, and and I actually we've been doing this whole breakdown of decision making. It's been really helpful for me because um, I don't know if they're going to be having a WNBA season, so my season might start up. You know, it's already supposed to start any time soon. So the thing I've been doing is really you know trying to stay physically fit in the house, change my diet because I knew, you know I knew I couldn't gain too much weight and stay keep my eyes and my brain right, and that's uh, and that's the hardest thing to do. And the fact that you're on this call says you want to improve, you know? So um, this pandemic, I'm, 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 I'm going to say it briefly, briefly, uh, Bernard. You know what? We haven't talked about contingency plans yet, you know? And we're so so close. There's a lot of universities that might lose schools. There's a lot of universities that, because of um, uh, this coronavirus, whole institutions might be wiped out because of it. We don't know the outcome of this. This affects us as, as sports officials. I'm, I'm hearing... You know, there might not even be a non-conference play, and that affects all our small, small colleges. Historically, black colleges will be affected because they need the money coming from different places. So for any of us going in just thinking it's just going to turn out the way we used to be, I don't see that happening. I see so many changes in how our rules are written. I see so many changes in how we interact with coaches, some for the better. Honestly, I hate shaking coaches' hands. I'm glad we don't have to shake – if they tell me we have to shake coaches' hands because of coronavirus, i would be like, thank you. <laughs> um, but that's the truth of it. <laughs> uh, like they, honestly, the, the truth is they don't want to shake our hands. Why don't we really want to shake their hands? After the third game, they're like, oh, this dude again. So I'm like, I really think that there's a lot of things that are going to happen that's positive, but there's a lot of things that are going to happen that's negative. I mean, we have to continue to have these think tanks and continue to have these conversations. Um, and, Bernard, I'd love to come back and talk more about it because I think this is. Um, this is important. It's important for our profession because we're not seen as athletes. I remember hearing a report that they talked about how much WNBA players were play, making and how NBA, NBA referees were making more than WNBA uh, players. And I was like, that's unfair. But at the same time, in the same sense as the, wrote, the writer wrote, referees aren't athletes. And I'm like, wait a minute. You run more than the players run. <laughs> so it's like th- there is a. There's a mindset that we're not seeing as athletes. We gotta we gotta be on our game because when we come back, they won't allow us to have uh weak legs and being tired. When we come back, they want us to be in the same form when we left. <laughs> the same the really good decisions when we left. So we gotta keep that in mind. Bernard, I appreciate you. Thank you for having me.
2: Thank you guys. Kev, I'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh Zach, Zach, Zach jumped off and Tom jumped off and so what I like to do is let Khalil come on and give us a little bit about what you're doing and even as a student how's it affecting you?
7: Um, I just finished my semester actually like a week ago so that was pretty cool. Um, Grateful for that but also I mean when this whole outbreak started you know they they closed the gyms and me and my brother we were both going to the gym just to we know that they like to have a uh, like as when you keep moving up, they like to have a certain look for referees. So we, you know, keeping that in mind, we just try to train as much as we can. And when the gym's closed, we just had to adjust like everybody else. So we were just doing like calisthenics and stuff like that, um, trying to eat, um, trying to eat the right foods, and um, trying to stay engaged with you know just watching reruns of basketball on TV, um, reading the rule book as much as we can. Um, but yeah, I didn't see it as necessarily a, a holding us back, it was more so like another opportunity to try to engage in different things so that we could still be involved.
2: Nice. DeRay, give me a little bit about what you're doing during the pandemic.
13: During this pandemic, I've been spending a lot of time with my daughter, my wife. You know, over the winter season, I've been working five days a week with the Catholic and the PSAL. So things kind of slowed down for me, which was kind of good in a way. Which but I still felt like I had a good momentum going into um the summer spring season, so I'm kind of disappointed you know' it's, I feel like there's no basketball gonna be around but I, I try to hit the rule book as much as possible um mm-hmm. the n f h s actually has uh a, a free courses that they're giving out online where you can polish up on just three person mechanics and and officiating you can watch some videos they have case plays where you can watch so I've been doing that, and it's actually free until July if anybody wants to check it out. So that's actually another thing I've been doing with me and fellow officials. We've been just sharing and giving feedback. So that's really been helpful over the pandemic. Nice.
2: All right, Londell, give us a little bit. Londell, you there? Sorry, I
4: had it on mute. I just want to piggyback on what everybody else was saying about uh, rhythm more importantly. Uh, I think throughout the season, I had picked up very, a uh, very good uh, balance and pace. Uh, Cause I mean, as Bernard, as some of you guys have worked with and Bernard, you know, I pretty much do it all year round nonstop. Um, it is not my only job, but I'm trying to make it my focal point job. Mm-hmm. I kind of keep a, I guess you would call a nonsense bullcrap job just so that I can make sure I have, a high school schedule and hopefully you know going forward to college schedule or you know anything else that comes down the pipeline if i'm blessed to do it um i also have the dynamic if you guys don't know i know some of you do that uh, my girlfriend is an official as well and she is um in the colleges already and does high school as well so we have that dynamic where we're just passing each other sometimes or we're bouncing off ideas and, and plays and stuff like that i'm lucky mm-hmm. to have that and i'm blessed and i understand that but um As far as when the pandemic hit, uh, it hit me in a multitude of ways. Uh, Number one, I'm coming off of doing a bunch of playoff stuff in both fields, like I said, uh, ending off the year at a pretty high note and and looking forward to going to camps as I've done every year. Um, As of right now, I think I know of one camp that I am supposed to be attending um, if they do have it, and that got pushed from April to August. Um, But... uh, I mean, as the way it's looking and even talking to some of my mentors, that probably won't happen, so that money will just be coming back. I guess that's a good thing, a positive thing to think about. Um, but, like I said, the pandemic hit me in a multitude of ways. So working out is, has been a thing, and I, and I think it's one of my main things that's probably held me back a little bit as far as, uh, uh, you know, moving up the ranks is being uh, you know, absolutely in, in pristine shape. I think I've always been in good shape. But I think it's not been in the best of shape as for what the that people want. Um, so I've been trying to hit that a little bit harder. It's been tough, you know, with things that we have to eat in here. And I think the main reason why is because uh, breaking news: uh, my girlfriend Candace is pregnant. So uh, congratulations! So, yeah, congratulations. So we're, going, we're going through that. She's about congrats. congrats. Yeah, that's why she's not on the phone right now. She's in the room chilling. Uh, she's, uh, I think, five in two weeks. Five months in two weeks. <laughs> tomorrow. So, okay, so we can't. So we can't use the pandemic because of that. No, no, but I'm just saying she's eating whatever and making me go get whatever, and I'm I'm, I'm falling in the pitfalls of <laughs> eating that stuff too. So I'm like Ray now with the as a family man. So I understand okay. what Ray goes through. I'm sure Smush okay. goes through it. I'm sure Joe's goes through it. So you know, for the young officials, I was in y'all boat. Now I'm in this boat, and I have to now navigate in in these waters. But um, I mean, I don't. Re- I've never been a big rule book guy, I mean, I obviously want to know the rules and learn about the rules, but I, I'd rather do stuff like this, talk it out so I can understand and visualize it in my brain. Um, I do run into the rule book when I have a rule that I've come across that either I don't understand or I've kicked, but more enough, more stuff, this is, this is me most of the time. I'm in the referee magazine. Right, so it is is right. short to the point and I can elaborate on how do we get to this answer and it might cause me to go into three other rules.
2: Right. So okay. I'm,
4: not, I'm, not, I'm not a big person that just reads the, the, the rule book from cover to cover. I know there's some people that are like that. Um, I, I kind of, like, always envision myself being a guy that's a balance of both, understanding how to have a temperament with people, players, coaches, and, and everything else in between, and then also having a rapport with my, my teammates or my fellow officials as well. Um, I never try to big-time anybody, as, my, as the people that have been on the court me know, um, and I try to take the best approach possible without trying to talk down to people. If I know a little bit more than them because people
2: have done it for me, so. Okay. Yeah. Well, a couple of couple of things that I can I can share with you. Uh, congratulations, and Thank tell Candice I said congratulations as well. Sure. Yes, it it is a big step. It is uh, steps that you're gonna make that may have to change your career. Uh, the good thing about it is she understands the referee community, and what it takes to do certain things. So that's an advantage for you. But just to put it all on the table, you know, uh, value what you have and put yourself in a position to get what you want. And if it's only one of you that get it, then you still support one another. So at the end of the day, you guys are living that same dream. You understand? And, And from a big brother, mentor, friend, or whatever you want to call me at that whatever day, the bottom line is if you got a passion for something, you go for it but don't don't lose focus of where your family is. Uh-huh. Okay. Renee, you want to add something yep. for us about this pandemic?
3: Yes. So I guess as an essential worker, I'm still required to go to work every single day. And I guess it's a, a blessing and a curse at the same time. Um, in the time that I do have, I've been looking at a lot of different websites. I've definitely been in the rule book, particularly the case book. I've been mm-hmm. reading the case book because I find it Very helpful and it's helping me understand why calls are being made and um, and I've been exercising Um, I'm an avid person who likes to work out so this is sort of right up my alley okay Um, I've been trying to practice in the mirror as best as I can Mm -hmm. I have no one really to critique me my daughter is here and she's been very instrumental also but I've been just trying to do as much as I can here
2: and then yes. let her watch you. Yes. And, and for all of you that are looking in the mirror, and I didn't finish with everybody yet, but as we're talking about it, y- there's nothing wrong with watching a game. Mm-hmm. Turn the sound down. Okay. And while you turn the sound down, while you're watching a game and a foul occurs, see if you blow your whistle, that hand goes up the same way. Okay. If your hand goes up, then you see the, how that person's mechanics was and you use those and try to mirror that. Then you start using the mirror to help you do some of those things. Okay. Okay. So, yes. and, let, and let her ask you for the feedback. But if mm-hmm. you show her what to look for, she'll tell you whether or not you're doing it. Okay. Okay. So that'll yes. help you. All right. Mm-hmm. Ivy, you want to give us a little bit about the pandemic to you? Yeah,
15: no, absolutely. Um, I haven't been in the blue book as much as I should have, should be. Um, but in terms of um, keeping physically fit and changing my like diet to work within the pandemic, i, I definitely have been doing that. Um, that's mostly, and then also like kind of calling into like to, like uh, these Zoom chats. I've
9: been on a couple of them. Okay. That. Good.
2: Good. How about you, Karan? Karan. Um, oh,
9: this pandemic, yeah, it's just. It's just more of an adjustment to me. It's it's nothing I'm really used to, so it's just a matter of adjusting. Um, Trying to work out every day, trying to run, you know, trying to do these home workouts. And as far as the book is concerned, I I should be on it a little more, but I definitely will be. But, yeah, it's just a matter of adjusting for me.
2: Okay. How about you, Joe Cruz? What's up, y'all? Can you get in?
10: I can get in. I can get in.
2: Tell us a little bit about what you're doing with this pandemic. Yes, yes,
10: yes. So, similar to SMUSH, I've been doing too much in terms of uh, recreational activity, but uh, I just started a a new job uh, in April. I work for the city now, I work for the Department of Youth and Community Development, so I'm a program contract specialist. So, I've been learning a new role remotely. I'm probably one of the first people to get on board remotely uh, on a new job at this at, at this uh, city job. So I stepped away from the being a program director, and then I decided to work for the city to help those programs out from afar. So that's about it. Take care, of family. Uh, a lot of different things I got to you know that's required for me to do for the for the job. So it's all brand new, and of course you know staying up with the sports, uh, posting up some videos from our tournament. And just trying to stay, you know, stay close to the game as much as possible.
2: One thing I would have to say, can you share a little bit about your experience and what's going on for Hoops in the Sun for the summer? And on Saturday,
10: when do you play uh, In terms of this summer?
2: Yeah, what do you, because of what's going on, how yes. has that affected you?
10: Uh, yes, so great question. So my brother and I is waiting for tomorrow. Tomorrow is actually the city and state um Conversation from Cuomo and De Blasio in terms of what the next step is for the pandemic, whether they're gonna lift any restrictions or not. Right now, we we're, we're my brother and I are not prepared to run the tournament only because one, we're trying to be 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 safe and sound. I, I my program is at the beach, so uh, I'm considered you know a New York City Palm Beach. So whenever they close, I must follow. Uh, but then just in terms of the setup and what I do and what Bernard and I. And some of you guys work at, you know, I, I don't feel comfortable, you know, putting people's lives in at harm. So right now we're we're leaning towards not doing the tournament this summer. Uh, what we might do, I was speaking to Bernard earlier. If that is going to be the case, which seems like it might be, uh, I would say about eighty twenty. Um, is that's where we are at right now. Uh, what we're probably going to do is do, a, do probably a one a one weekend event in August, whether it's a back to school event or something that we can kind of bring. Our communities together, I'll, I'll figure it out. But if that's not even uh, feasible, then I'll, just, I'll close our shop and get ready for next year, for FY21. So that's the update from Hoops
2: and the Sun Park. Great. Uh, hold on one sec. How about, Chris, you want to give us a little update? Um, I,
8: I'm in my rule book every day. I speak to Bernard every day. I actually started working out. So, you know, came old, not the same old, but a different routine. I actually took it. Um, I took it. Can you hear me? Yeah. 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 So rule book every day, just like I did during the season. I actually work out a lot, speak to Bernard a lot and then call as much referees as I can, especially the older guys, the guys that, that you know, they in college or the guys that do fever, and just try to talk to them as much as I can because that's the only way I'm getting through this, especially Bernard. But I call him every day, multiple times a day. But that's Great. just trying to work on my craft.
2: Well, I can tell you that during this pandemic, it's been crazy. Uh me and Ralph reconnected after he was crazy with his with his schedule and everything. We got back on and we started seeing different visions that we needed to try to create to keep us all engaged. And between the two of us, we've been throwing paint at, we've been throwing paint at the wall and trying to come up with some beautiful art. And this man has a lot of feels for it. So the pandemic actually has helped us to do that. This was a kickoff of something new that we wanted to do and so far i'm telling you both i am you all i'm very proud to be part of it and i'm enjoying it as a, as we speak it the next part before we close up uh i want to talk a little bit about summer leagues but before i go there let's let's do this have everybody nobody talked about uh losing money during this pandemic i, I didn't hear that from anyone That's a good sign and not a good sign. And the reason why I say it's it's not, it's a good sign because you're not being driven by dollars and cents. And that's something that I would sit here and say to all of you who I took time out to think about, to do this initial uh, round table. I, I thought of all of you in that sense, this is not about money for you guys. This is about a passion. This is about a love. This is about what you want to do. And I believe in that. And the one thing that I do know from, if if you don't know, I am very involved in finance. I do financial planning. and I was a vice president for a bank and all that kind of stuff and done pretty well with it. Besides being in a referee business. Referee is just a part of who I am. But the one thing that we didn't talk about was all of you that are not working have anybody called up for unemployment or took advantage of the unemployment piece i'm on it got it good my brother has it
5: good good unemployment i haven't been accepted yet okay but you applied i applied okay
2: the reason why i'm saying that these are things that we need to share with each other and 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 you're not take some of the humbleness out of ourselves and just be real if there's a dollar because you pay taxes into certain things and you're self entitled for it take advantage of it and go for it okay so i just wanted to bring that up if anybody needed any help or information or guidance on it you can ask me and i'll be able to try to help you as much as i can you know the rule book i think everybody should try to pick up a rule book every once in a while go through it everybody that knows the rules cannot always officiate. You got a lot of officials who know the rule book and they can't officiate. But that does not mean that you disrespect them because they can't officiate. To your ability, maybe that you can officiate better than them, but you may not know the rule book as good as them. But at the same time, what you do in those situations is you try to become better at something to help you to become a better official. Do not look at it as, I don't know the rule book, so I'm not going to go get into it. Or I can officiate, I'm always going to get a game. There's going to be a time that you can always back up a back up a coach, back up another official by saying rules so-and-so and so-and-so uh, is under this so-and-so, so rough. They will look at you as, wow, I need to go read that rule. And I want you to understand that. So with this group that we're starting, I'm going to be sending you all some things that's pertaining to the rules, and the answers are already attached. I've gotten it all from the IABO college officials, high school officials, and they share this information, and all I'm going to do is trickle it down to all of you. Regardless of how much you know, there's nothing wrong with picking up a rule book and reading over another rule once again. There's nothing wrong with that. So, and I don't want to proclaim to know the rule book better than anybody else. I don't know the rule book as well as Chris does. But I know enough about the rule that if I pop my whistle and I come out, I'm going to sell that call. And if I made the wrong call, I'm going to tell that coach or player, I may have blew it, but I'm not going to do it again. So just because you make a mistake or because you miss a call does not mean that you're a bad official. If you miss a travel, that does not mean you're a bad official. That means you missed a call. So let's think about a during this pandemic time that we can have those things that we can actually think about while we're going through this process. The last part of what I wanted to talk about before we close is they touched on it a little bit when we Lundell talked a little bit about it. We talked about camps, what's coming up for spring leagues, uh, for the lawyers league, the corporate leagues, I had a few other young youth leagues that were starting uh that was all cancelled right now. We don't know when they're coming back, so we're hoping that some summer leagues may come about. we don't know, and, then, like you said, Joe said it you we're gonna I will know more about it tomorrow. I had a couple of central Park leagues that was coming uh And as we know, Central Park is part of the city, they're not gonna allow anything. So only thing I can say to that is think of the summer as we don't know, but we love doing something. How do I stay ahead of the game? If I wanna stay ahead of the game, that means, one, I gotta watch what I eat, I gotta exercise, I gotta go out and read my rule book, and I have to network within that circle of officials. So let's think about that as we know where we are regarding this pandemic and what's gonna happen for the summer, because we don't know what's going to happen, okay? Any questions? Can anybody wanna give some feedback? How did they like it? What we're doing? Did they enjoy it? Please just think of it and be open about it because we're going to be doing two more, and after we do the next two sessions, just to let you know, I'm going to be doing something. Ralph, should I share that now?
0: No, I think you should wait.
2: Okay. <laughs> yeah, wait. All right, so that means we got a surprise coming. But uh, we're going to be doing two more Zoom sessions, uh, and what I'm going to be doing is opening this up to another 20 people and the reason why we want to do it slowly is because I do not want to have a hundred people come on and we have to go through a hundred conversations and everybody's not thinking in a positive way so you guys have been great for me as an, as an introduction to allow me to do this uh, I thank you all and I would like for everybody to have a closing word and say what they feel. They liked it, they didn't like it. What can I do better?
10: I'll, I'll start B. Um, so, yeah, okay. this is Joe Cruz. Um, I, I I speak to, you know, I, I forgot to mention, like, Chris, but, you know, I know, I know how Chris is. But I speak to Bernard uh, more times than that as well. Uh, but I, I do want to let you know that um, Bernard tries very well to keep us active and keep us engaged. Just as much as we, just as much as he was giving us games, or he would have been giving us games now, he's always looking to find ways to keep us innovative and keep us engaged, and keep us close to the game. Uh, so this is a great start to open up some dialogue with us. Um, I mean, we're not too sure how the next summer, the next couple of months are going to be for the summer, and, and, and even what's happening. So I know family and being safe is at key, uh, but not. But one suggestion I would make, if there's a way that we can kind of have. Um, I don't know some virtual training, some virtual videos some 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 pop up situation where we can kind of like you know like like some of the other colleagues I mentioned about staying sharp in the game, just a, just a couple of ideas like that, but this is definitely a great start I got
2: him that's the next session oh
10: i <laughs> listen I, I i didn't even know he had that guy I'm just, I''m just okay no defense, no so. yeah, I yeah. got
2: plays, I got plays yeah, okay. I have plays for high school. I want to
10: see how Smush answer it. So I, I, I really want to, I want to really want to see how you know. I really want to <laughs> see how. You, I want to see how you you know. How you how, does
5: it? You know what I'm saying? So. How, how what? Huh? How I answer what? How did you like this? Oh. How did you like this? first tip off? No, I definitely enjoyed the uh the tip off. Um, you know, reuniting with you know with you guys, you know, fellow. Uh, my fellow teammates you know in this referee game um, i've been out of contact with uh all of you guys you know uh, since the pandemic um uh, miss working with uh, a lot of you guys you know i work with uh Joe cruz i work with uh, zach work with the uh the twins uh, and and especially you Bernard i work with you so i you know i've been out of tune out of touch and um, i'm just uh, excited about you know uh moving forward and staying and staying connected you know, nice. Uh, for me, I'm not to not to keep it going, but for me, I live alone, I'm married, I have no kids, so this pandemic, you know, has, has left me in isolation. So he's <laughs> is lonely. This this is gonna keep me sane. I need
2: to like this where we can be involved. Just united. How about Ivy? Ivy, give us some. Hi, print. Ivy. Oh no, this is great. Ivy, it was great to hear.
15: It was great to hear some familiar voices. Uh, good to hear new vo- new voices. Hopefully, um, the people who I don't know in the future. But um, no, thank you, Bernard, for having me. It's been
2: great so thank far. Thank you, thank you, Alondel? Uh,
4: I'm gonna piggyback off a Smush a little bit, even though I live with Candice and we're we're together and all that. I, I've been. I'm not necessarily saying I'm going insane, but this is definitely helping to keep engaged. And and I need opportunities, more opportunities like this, to get away from her because I'm trapped in a panic room with her.
2: You're and, too in, young. In process. Let, me, let, me, let me share this with you. You're too young. You're too young to be saying what you just said. So I'm, I'm going to tell you how I to can't, say it.
13: I don't
4: have the opportunity to go anywhere.
2: <laughs> be so patient. If
4: I need this as an outlet, I'm I'm all for it. And I know she can't say no, because we're in the same field. All right. I I'm, love I'm, it. I'm, call me love
2: offline. It. Therapist will be in <laughs>
4: That's fine. You, I do like I come in. I come in the room. She comes in the room. I'm like this sometimes, just reading it. Yeah. So you just leave me
2: alone. Well, God bless y'all. Thank hey, you. Tracy is still on. So Tracy, give us something what you like, and thank you.
6: Bernard, thank you for having me in the call, and I truly really hope we all use this platform to motivate each other and to grow. And Chris and and. Joe, it's, it's very sad that I that I had to get, get on this platform to actually hear your voices. That's a shot at Chris and Joe, you know. I'm really disappointed in that, guys. So I'm just so, so, your legs.
2: <laughs> so so Joe, Joe and Chris have to make sure they call Tracy more than just on the Zoom call.
6: Correct, correct. Okay. I appreciate that. I mean, when I was back in New York, you know, I, I rest a lot with both and, and Joe, so. Yeah. Hey, Tracy, yeah. that's you? Okay. Yes. <laughs> it's
10: all Bernard's talk. We're going we're gonna to fix it. Hey, hey,
6: girl, hope you're all right. Good to hear from I you. You well. All right. <laughs>
2: all right, thank you, Trace Renee, you want to tell us a little bit of how you liked it and all that?
3: Oh, no. Yeah, very appreciative. Um, again, thankful that you have given me this opportunity to be on the call. Um, I'm very motivated, and I can't wait to get back.
2: Awesome, awesome. DeRay? I,
13: I liked it, man. I hope to be a part of many more. You know, it's good to hear different people's um journey because, you know, everybody's journey is not the same. So, you know, it's good to hear that, and it's good to surround yourself with fellow officials. You know, you stay grounded, and that's that's how you stay sharp. So I, I, I enjoyed it a lot, and hopefully we can be back and I could be a part
2: of when you break down some plays. Absolutely. I got the plays and I'm gonna have them lined up for us. We're gonna be setting out we're gonna be sending out an invitation so that everybody will be able to engage and we'll walk through step by step. Right. Khalil, you wanna take say something about how you enjoyed the first time?
7: Yeah, like everybody said, I enjoyed the first run. Um great way to stay engaged where it seems like nothing is certain. So I think this is a great step in terms of you know keeping our minds in the right place for when we do start back up. Um and, yeah, I can't wait to see the plays, actually. I really can't.
2: Awesome. You'll see him. Karan, come on, talk to me. Khalil's
7: my boy. Khalil. My young
10: guy. Khalil.
0: <laughs> All right, so my
10: boy. I'm glad you're here, man. Go talk, man. Remember how we met him, right, B? Yes, sir. Crazy,
9: crazy,
2: crazy.
9: crazy. Karan? Uh, I really enjoyed it. It was very informative. It was good seeing familiar faces. And um, just like everybody, um, I'm I'm ready to get back on the court. But until then, you know it's it's good having things like this and uh, seeing, you know, people like me wanting to, you know, achieve their ambitions, you know, with with this craft. I just, you know, I really enjoy stuff like that. So it's been great,
2: I, and I'm looking forward to you know future, you know, video calls and uh, conferences. Awesome, thank you, Chris Solano. Chris?
5: Chris is all over the place. New <laughs> phone. You got that LG. He need an iPhone.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Don't say that. He may say, ask me to do it on a business account. <laughs> all right. So we, Chris is not picking up. So we, we, uh, I, I'll catch up with him later. He'll call me. But one person that haven't really spoke much, behind the scenes as usual, Ralph, get ready to give us something, baby. Tell him it's how you how you enjoyed it and thank you so much for helping me to organize this and get us a kickstart and everybody uh, needs to listen to some of the uh, interviews that Ralph have done Uh, and he's awesome at what he does
0: Ralph give us something well first of all I'd like to thank you for the opportunity uh, to collaborate with you Bernard it's always a pleasure Um, I think you see a lot of me uh, you and me uh, and I think I just am bringing you to a new platform on the digital sphere. So I want to thank you for that. Um, one thing is I, I definitely want to tell everyone to stay safe. Um, in fact, my whole my whole family had coronavirus uh, in in the middle of January, including myself. Uh, my son had it, my daughter had it, my wife had it. And it's really that contagious, y'all. In fact, my father-in-law, he was on a ventilator for a while. So it's definitely serious. I was, I was really out of it for about three weeks. And it took me a long while to recover. Um, in terms of this season, I was really disappointed because I'm also a baseball and lacrosse official. And all of my games, I had about 80 games on the docket. They all got canceled. And you know, it took me a little while to just come with the acceptance that um, I'm gonna be making referee rant without any refereeing. So that was a lot of a, a tough pill to swallow. However, nice. after two weeks, I think I just accepted it. And now I feel like somebody like Bernard and myself are essential workers to the referee game because this is all we have. So I think what's great is that, you know, we realize how connected we were. I know Smush said um, how he kind of just lost touch with everyone. And I think this is just a perfect way to continue to keep connected. And, you know, I'm challenging Bernard and myself to just kind of innovate and continue to create different things. Um, And I know this is probably breaking news, but Bernard's going to be on the podcast and we're going to be talking about our endeavor it's going to be coming out tomorrow um, and a lot of this stuff is going to be documented and we have a, a couple of other surprises that I don't want to really talk on. But, you know, I thank you guys and I'm looking for this to grow. And, of course, I'm recording this. This will probably be on YouTube. And any type of feedback that you guys have, anything that you want to see improve, please contact me or, or Bernard. We we want to constantly improve this and we want to even have a better second roundtable. So, thank you, Bernard. Uh, stay safe, y'all. And... You know that essential worker referee Randall will still be on his keyboard making that art.
2: <laughs> thank you. Uh,
8: yes,
0: Chris.
2: Hey,
8: um, I wanted to say it was great. Um, thank you, Bernard. Thank you, Ralph. Thank you, all the officials. The first one was great, man. Let's do it again, right?
2: Yes, sir. I want to say to everyone, thank you for participating. Uh, again, time management is important to me. Uh, so. We're close to what I asked to be an hour and a half. Uh, We may be finishing a little bit earlier. But overall, I am totally, totally satisfied. I know what my work is cut out to do. I already have a venue for next week. Uh, I don't know the exact date. If anybody feels that a day may not be good for them, please send me an email, uh, you know, individually or text me. I would love to have, make sure that you all stay engaged. If you can't make it, so be it. It's not a problem, because there will be a third and there will be additional things that be happening. This is a way that we'll be moving forward for now. We're gonna take advantage of the opportunities. I'm enjoying it. I have the time to do it. I will do it. And I'm gonna try to be the difference maker to making you better officials and giving you that added edge because you heard it from other folks. You heard it from me. You heard it from different people. We heard it from females, we heard it from males. The goal is to become a better official. You understand? And regardless of what level that you work at, you wanna become the better official at whatever level you're in. So every game, I had a story the other day that uh, Richardson, the NBA official, they wanted to know how he got into the NBA. And one of the reasons why he got into the NBA was because he was doing a game that the game was a 30-point blowout. And there was an observer watching him from the NBA. And they said this man ran from baseline to half court. It was a 30-point game. But he was into the game. And I'll say that to all of you. Stay in the game. You never know who's watching you. You never know who's going to get you to the next level. And if you do what you do consistently, somebody's going to get your hard work and it will pay off for you. With that, I'm going to say thank you and good night. And I enjoyed every minute of this and I look forward to sending out the email for everyone. Okay.
3: Thank you. Thank you. Thank good you. night.
2: Thanks a lot. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. night. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Good night. Good night.